Alrighty then. You ready, Andrea? I'm ready. Kick it. <laughs> hey, Brown Beauties. Welcome to Well Honestly, the podcast sponsored by Brown Women Wellness. I'm Andretta, a functional nutrition wellness coach. And I'm Akila. We are your mother-daughter hosts, bringing two different generations together weekly to educate you on all things related to health, nutrition, financial, and mental wellness during these changing times. Once we know what choices we have, we can do better because we know the struggle to stay healthy is real. We invite you to come as you are, but leave inspired to become your best healthy self. So let's get started. And we're back. Well, where have you been is the question. You know, where has everyone been lately? <laughs> First of all, uh, hello, everybody. Hello to our podcast <laughs> audience, because we've been missing in action. We were MIA for about for about a month. We, 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 has it been a month? It's been a month. And we do apologize to you because it was an unannounced month off. Yeah, it was. It was. Um <laughs> And we don't. We've never done that since we've been podcasting for almost a year. Do you believe it's almost been a year? It's been almost a year. We've never taken off like that before, and we got to tell them why we took off and what 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 was going on. Because and we because we owe it to our audience to let them keep up with us, and we're gonna also tell them about um, some lessons we may have learned during our time off. Well, before we do that, shout out to you and, and your Tuskegee uh, head-to-the-toe garments. Oh, yes, this is, uh, well, by the time this episode airs, it'll be over, but this <laughs> happens to be my alumni, Tuskegee University's homecoming weekend. Yeah, and you're repping you're strong. And in strong. their honor, I thought I would, you know, let me turn around for the camera to see. I can't. I, I cannot. Down. I mean, uh, so for all my skiggy outs out there, and I know y'all out there, just thought I'd give you a shout out. Girl. <laughs> Are you mad? No. <laughs> I didn't get the memo. So H-B. let me turn to the camera in my black and cream. Uh, Hello. Uh, 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 H- Repping H- nothing. HBCU proud. Okay, listen, I'm here for, at least I shouted it out. The people who are listening won't be able to see this, but if you go to our YouTube channel, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. She got all coordinating down, (laughs) red lip. I don't know who she thinks she is, child. Oh, yeah, it's like that today. Well, so do you want to talk about where you've been? I think you should start this out. I mean, uh, Let's see. I don't know if I even said anything on our last podcast, but I'm officially moved back to Chicago. Welcome back. Um, That move happened very quickly, and I had a lot going on in the midst of actually moving back to Chicago. So I ended up within the same couple of weeks that I got here going to New York. Um, and then that took a, a time and just trying to like get my bearings, um, uh, with everything, with the career, with the move and all this and all that. Next thing you know, here we are a month later. Um, <laughs> so really that's kind of been all, I don't have much else besides that really. Well, you left, you left out something very important. What's that? This is your birthday month. Oh, this is true. This is your birthday this month. Is true. And by the time this airs, your birthday will be over now. Let me just tell the audience what happened. How does it get to be? I got exp- I love telling the story. Wait, what? She was born on oh God. October 31st, which is Halloween. Okay, mom. And <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me tell you people. 
I did everything I could to try to hold her in. <laughs> I did not want her born on that day. I don't know why not. It's well, just the day. Well, I didn't want you to share that birthday with Halloween. Oh, so girl. I was, I told the nurses and I said, I'm going to hold her in as long as I can. And they were like, good luck with that. <laughs> and sure enough, and if I'm not mistaken, I think it was like 3 o'clock in the morning. I was born 1239 a.m. 1239. Oh, I didn't make it. You did I not. I almost made you it. You almost did. So that was, that was what that was what About I, 39 minutes late. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> and here you are. And here I am. So you've had a birthday month, and usually during your birthday month, you, you, you feel some kind of way. You know, you go through a little, you go through a few little metamorphoses and changes. Metamorphoses and changes. Uh, I typically do a lot of reflection. Reflecting, and I go very insular. So some people, they go very much so like, I'm having parties here. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Me, 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 me. I don't really do that. I'm not really attention seeking. I like to do things, but I'm not out here trying to throw all these extravaganzas. But I do tend to go inward and just get not not melancholy at all, but just get reflective on the year and the the times and things like that. And since I'm turning 35, ah, this girl's my next question. Why don't you tell the audience how girl, old you want to be? Ain't no shame in my game. Oh yeah, you're 35. Since, I will be 45 too. So. Right, that because that makes all the sense. You will be 10 years older than me. Correct. I tried. Um, Child. But no, since I'm turning 35, and that's a pretty big milestone because I remember when I was 30. So it's 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 just time is flying. So I'm just doing a lot of reflecting and, you know, just getting my life. I remember you when know? I was 35. Okay, so <laughs> now where have you been? So for me, um, interestingly enough, um, well, you know, this is my second career, so, you know, I have the the primary career, and it has been on steroids, and so it keeps me really busy. But in the midst of all of that, I uh, also had to take care. I got a call. Uh, as most of you know, I'm from originally born and raised in Montgomery, Alabama, and my father is near and dear to me. He's 93 years old, but I have a I have I don't have your normal 93-year-old father. No. I have a 93-year-old father that was still riding his 10-speed bicycle. He get up he get at night, he would get on the floor and do leg exercises and little push-ups and stuff like that to keep himself going. So to get a phone call uh on a Saturday saying that um they admitted him into the hospital. Naturally, I dropped everything I was doing and got on the airplane and went to Montgomery. And of course, being a functional nutritionist, you know, I had to take, I took a different perspective. And I'll be honest with you guys, I hate, I absolutely hate hospitals. Okay. And I'm, I don't know anybody out here that really love yeah. hospitals, but I have a disdain for them. And it's, I had to really get myself together because, um, Going to Montgomery was pretty melancholy for me. Uh, going to that hospital, I had had a previous bad experience there because my mother actually passed in the same exact hospital that my father was in. And so I had to take myself, sit down, take myself out of it, go through a whole thought process so that I could appear and show up for my father and his wife. Uh, my father's wife is a retired registered nurse. 
And so she is, I always call her the nightingale of nurses. You don't find too many nurses like her anymore. Uh, so, so the experience of walking into the hospital and you have a uh, retired nurse and your father and the whole uh, hospital environment was very different. Um, but it was interesting because I actually, after I resigned myself to the experience, I threw myself into what could I do to help my dad from a nutritional standpoint. Now, you got to remember, older people, they don't take to change very well. No. And they believe in whatever their doctor says. Yes. And there were many doctors, by the way. There, And you're in a hospital, you got many people, many staff, many nurses, many doctors. Uh, which, coming. which, yeah. to shoot people bail, why wouldn't they believe? They didn't go to medical school, so they have no idea about anything different. And they really don't. But, you know, the thing is, when something doesn't shift after hundreds and hundreds of years, you would think there would be some... And don't get me wrong. We have had some changes, okay? But there are just little small changes. And I'll give you a good example. Um, they were giving him a pill for everything. When he didn't have an appetite, they had to give him a pill to increase his appetite, they gave him a pill to remove, to move his bowels, and they had to give him a pill to stop his bowels. They had to give him a pill for pain, and then there was too many, too, too little pain. So everything was a pill, a pill, a pill, a pill. So, you know, I one of the things that uh, propelled me into nutrition was the experience I had with my mother. Uh, watching that process made me want to learn more about nutrition, how can we heal ourselves with food, and what can we do to uh, keep our bodies in a good operating uh, condition uh, past the age of no return. Right. You know, everybody wants to be, I mean, it's one thing to age, but it's another thing to age and still be functional. Yeah. And so my father, up until that time walking in, in fact, he didn't even realize he was that sick. Nobody did. But until he walked into that hospital, he had been calling me on everyday basis. We'd have long conversations. My dad had great mind. Everything was just functioning very well. So to see my father laying there, you know, it took a lot out of me. But one of the things I was able to do, and this was the beautiful part, I was able to put together a smoothie. <laughs> he wasn't <laughs> drinking or eating anything. Uh, his appetite was gone. And uh, I wanted to, I said, well, let me, because they had not diagnosed him, by the way. They kept saying he had an infection, but they couldn't figure out where this in Infection was coming from, how he got it. I have my theories, but I'm not going to share them. But um, but at the same time, you know, there was, um, they were giving him, he just, it was just, he nothing was, let me put it to you like this. Nothing they were giving him was working. Okay. So I said, okay, one of the things I know, whenever a person is sick, one of the things they need to do is move their bowels. Can I say that? I don't know why you're asking me. Okay, okay. We had a whole episode oh, on that. Yeah, we did. Okay. That's the most important thing that you can do because uh, that's how you let the toxins out of your body. Mm -hmm. And that was something that he was unable to do and had not been able to do in about three to four days. And so it was causing him a lot of pain. My father was in a lot of pain. And so I um, went together and put together an anti-inflammation smoothie. 
And also, they finally said that he had gout. And for those of you who don't know what gout is, gout is a form of arthritis. And it's a form where uric acid has built up in your body. And it's very painful from what I'm told. Uh, and it can go to any part of your body. Who knows where it's going to land? Or most people get it in their foot, their toe, uh, in one, usually in the lower part of your body. Uh-huh. So they decided to diagnose him with that because, again, they had ran every test in America and couldn't figure out what, where the pain was coming from. That so is one of the most frustrating things when you, like... In the hospital, or you see a loved one in the hospital and they're complaining and there's something going on and they run every test in America to say, oh, well, it's not that. We don't know what, like, how do you not know? And they had a lot out for specialists. They they called in every specialist they could think That's of. That's frustrating. Yeah, it was very frustrating. So anyway, I went and made the smoothie, came back. Of course, you know, I had to force my father to drink it because one of the first things came out of his mouth and he calls me Retta, by the way. Don't nobody else out there ever call me that. Okay, I'm just letting you know that's a... Family name, Retta. So okay. anyway, he said, he said, Retta, uh, I don't want, no. And his wife was over there and she was, I made her one too. And she said, she tasted, she said, oh, it doesn't taste bad. Because you know, I disguised all of the active ingredients. But but let's be clear here. Had, had I think I might've said something to you, like, please make it taste good. And I did. Because you wouldn't have done that for real. <laughs> and she has a tendency to think everybody has this old, uh, super strong taste bud palate that she has. And that's not the well, case. Well, no, I knew my I'm father. glad that you piv- pivoted like I that. did. The base of it was tart cherry. And I put some blueberries in there. And, uh, but the, 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 the ingredient that really did the work and it was, um, or apple cider vinegar and some organic raw honey. So think about it. those things are nice. Those are really nice uh, things that taste pretty good. You throw it over in some, you know, almond milk or something, put some ice in it, turn it up, took it in there. He sipped it. Ah, okay. He took a little more. Okay. My brother called, said, take it, daddy. He took some more. Then he said, I don't want any more. I said, okay, fine. Two hours passed. I said, Daddy, I need you to drink a little bit more. He he drank it. And um, how about this? The next day, he had a, 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 I hate to say this word. A bowel movement. He had a bowel movement. <laughs> he had a bowel movement. <laughs> and uh, he also started feeling better. Now, I'm not going to say that was the cure-all, of course, but it helped. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he had a lot of, because he was taking a lot of medication, and mm-hmm. he started feeling better. He, his healing process began. It's amazing what food can do. A lot of people don't realize that food, what food, the healing power of food is one of the reasons that I'm doing what I'm doing. Okay? Well, I just think that the takeaway from this is uh, my grandfather is um, recovering slowly. Yes. So that's the outcome of yes. everything currently. Yes. However, I think it's it's, I've been sitting back thinking about this and it's like, you know, sometimes like 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 you said, food is powerful. Mm-hmm. And I just I can't if I sit and think about the fact that what if he didn't have that and he would be suffering from constipation, mm-hmm. he wouldn't have been eating. Mm-hmm. A lot more things probably would have went wrong because again, when you're older, honestly it's like that in general, when you go into a hospital with something wrong, sometimes it becomes a spiral effect. Mm-hmm. But when you're older, especially in your 90s, your 80s and all that jazz, mm-hmm. one thing can push that domino effect all the way down. So the fact that you came in with like some type of counter, mm-hmm. I just wish that and anybody listening, I just wish that more people would do that. Like think about 
giving nutrition to those who are in the hospital as they're going through you know, their their issues or their test or their whatever the case may be, because that was a balance. Well, the what thing, you created was balance. Well, what happened? I was glad. First of all, number one, I could get in the hospital. <laughs> well, that's true. OK, because during these times, a lot of people can't even visit their uh, loved ones Correct. in the hospital. But I was able to get into the hospital um, by God's grace. Thank you, Jesus. And uh, so that was because when I went down there, honestly, I didn't know if they were going to let me in, you know, because of all the COVID restrictions and stuff. But so they did. But I was able to get in every day. I was able to visit him, watch him get stronger and stronger over the time. And I'm happy to say that um, uh, he is recovering. Um you know, and, and and then you look at the foods that the hospital feed. Uh, well, they feed you the exact thing that makes you sicker. Well, they, they give you a menu and they tell you to pick off the menu. But here you got a man with uh, gout, supposedly, and you got uric acid and you know. And that, giving him dairy. That they're, thank you. There yeah. are foods that you should not be eating. That if, aggravate things. If that is what the case is. Yeah. So, and I, you know, insure. But, oh, my God. They were feeding him insure. That was killing me. And so. That's the go-to. Yeah. But anyway, he's recovering. That's what. That's kind of what took me out for the last uh, three weeks. And the takeaway, the takeaway, I think it's powerful what you're saying. If people really just sit and listen to you is that you literally see it's, it's called preventative measures. But then also if you're, if you're put in a situation where it's not about prevention, it's about action taking, there's nothing wrong with just helping your body with a little bit more greenery, yeah. smoothie, yeah. sea moss, food, food, food. something, you know, yeah. anything than just getting some uh, cottage oh cheese and sure oh. and all the rest of this crap that they're giving you in the hospital. Because think about this for a second. Why are they giving you food that does nothing for you, but they're putting you on all the medicine that it's is, quote unquote, it's counterintuitive. It's very counterintuitive. Yes. It's extremely counterintuitive. Yes. So d- take the medicines and the pills, but if you don't have no green juice or smoothie, have somebody advocate and go get that for you. It's and, not, there's nothing wrong with and that. And thank God he had two people advocating for him, his wife and me. And trust me, the Advocates staff are important. The staff knew it. And uh, we were watching them like a hawk, yeah. even to the point of. And you have to. Yeah. And that's another thing, too, real quick before we move on with older people. And I'm thank I think I am thankful for you, for Linda, his wife, mm-hmm. uh, just to have sound mind and to be advocates because these hospitals kill older people. Yes, they do. They don't care about them. That's they, how they kill them. Yes, and that's just the flat out truth of the matter. They yes. may not do it intentionally, right? But they're not doing anything above and beyond measures. Nope. That they could do exactly. because you over here 83, 98 yes. years old yes. and they think this is the end of the road anyway. Exactly. And that is unfortunate, but it is the truth of the matter. So uh, anybody listening out there, advocate, advocate. for yourself, for yeah. your people. Yeah. And don't you ever let anybody unintentionally kill you or anybody else off. And if you go in a hospital, please have an advocate because you need someone there. You and, have and to. And here's the sad part with COVID, a lot of people in hospitals dying along with no advocates because they don't allow anybody in. Yeah. You know, so I'd be so glad when this time is over. But now we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk. We have a new segment called the product swap of the week. And when we come back, we're going to do that segment and then we're going to peace out. Thank you. Brown Women Wellness mission is to empower brown women and their families through education and products to help improve their family health and wellness through a lifestyle of easy and actionable steps. I'm Andretta Robinson, Functional Nutrition Wellness Coach. 
In 2008, I was diagnosed with an early stage of cancer. My doctor wanted to remove my womb as a cure, but I was determined there had to be another way. After lots of research, I found a curable alternative, forcing my doctor to treat it without any surgery. And in 2018, I was visiting my aunt in Atlanta after having lost my mother to heart disease and saw her health was in distress with high blood pressure and all things related. A visit to the health food store to formulate herbal teas, which is now called Brown Women Wellness Anti-Inflammation Tea, and a diet and lifestyle change turned my aunt's health around. I knew I had found my calling. We bring you healthy lifestyle information through our Brown Women Wellness website, our Brown Women Wellness Facebook group, emails, Instagram, and other social media websites, and our Well Honestly podcast. Find us. You'll be glad you did. And we're back. So today's product, and this is something we're going to do every week. So you guys don't get a, get get to see and listen to. Yeah, let's introduce this real quick. So what is this that you're saying to us that you're going to help us swap out products? So you know how we cook or we eat and we can eat and cook pretty bad. Mm-hmm. So the idea is to find something that is good for our bodies and still be tasty and swap it out for a healthier ingredient. So we're going to take a bad ingredient away and add a healthy ingredient. And it could be an ingredient or it could be a food, okay? So today's, we're going to talk about the vegetable oil versus our, our, versus, uh, our healthy oils. Okay, so oil. vegetable oil. Yeah, vegetable oil. Like so saturated me, fats, okay. bad fat, good fat. I'm going to be the bad cop. You be the good cop okay, because cool. it's one thing to just say that, but you kind of kind of break that down a little bit, okay, right? Okay. Because from where I'm from growing up, I did not know that there was that like vegetable oil was a bad thing. I didn't know that Crisco was that bad, shortening. I didn't know that uh, corn or what is it? Corn, corn oil. oil. Uh, you got to start naming these sunflower oils. Sunflower oil, canola Most people oil. with canola is the main culprit. Yeah. Um, so, I, so you're telling me that those oils aren't good for me. Why? Those are called seed oils. And so those are, those oils, and those are the oils that most black people use for frying fish, chicken, and everything else that we do. Yes. Okay. And those are unsaturated fats. Okay? What's an unsaturated so fat? So unsaturated fat is most, and I'm going to put it to you like this. How can I put it? It's a bad fat. It's a trans fat. It causes heart disease and obesity. It's one of those fats that you see it in most of the snacks, baked goods, processed food, it's vegetable seed oils. Um, they're just not good well, oils. Well, the unsaturated fat, what happens too is that it tends to uh, oxidize when heated. Mm-hmm. And what happens to that is that those oxidations that that happen within those molecules once it's heated and we use it for deep frying and all that mm-hmm. causes inflammation within the body. Mm-hmm. So... Over time, this is where you start getting all that hard buildup called plaque Mm -hmm. and your arteries Mm -hmm. and all the rest of those things. Mm -hmm. So it starts from one thing and it trickles down to the other. So Mm -hmm. that's the root cause of why this oil isn't good because let's let's keep it funky now. There's no vegetables and vegetable oil, by the way. Absolutely (laughs) not. And also, we're never going to not fry our food. Right. But So if we're never not going to fry our food, we need to change how we fry our food. And that's the point of making this 
swap. That's Correct. why we call it a swap. So there is another way we can fry our food, and it is with avocado oil. Come on and give us the tea avocado now. oil. And let me tell you why. It has a high heat point, mm-hmm. okay? And it has an ideal fat profile that'll help you maximize the nutrition from your food. It's packed with 20 vitamins and minerals, including vitamin E and magnesium. Your body needs that. I want to say this. That's key. It has a high smoke point. Mm-hmm. Why is that important? Because again, if you go back to unsaturated fats, and and if you even talk, we'll talk about uh, 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 EVOO, extra virgin olive oil, mm-hmm. in a second. But if it has a low smoke point, and you and you got that bad boy on that eye. Oh, that, yeah. you, that you, iron, you have created a carcinogen. It's that's where the oxidation starts yes, to come in, y'all. And yes, that is when that oil is is it nothing rancid but rancid in your body. Oil. In your body. So it's important to know that certain oils have certain smoke points and they can't go past that. Otherwise, you, it's not even oil anymore. Exactly. And, and it's you, a big old vat of cancer. And will you please tell your people to stop frying in olive oil? That, that you was getting to my point. <laughs> okay. Olive oil is not a frying oil. No. It cannot go past. I think I want to say it's three fifty or. 320, something like that. Yeah. Um, it's a very low smoke point because, again, olive oil is used for like salad dressings. Correct. And people dip things Sartain, in there yes. and all that. Yes. So so I don't know where we got this whole frying an olive oil thing from. Because somebody told us olive oil was good for it, which so it is. We, but we're going to fry everything, and right? We, right. <laughs> and if you go to the grocery store right now and you look on the shelves, you see the olive oil on the, uh, on the shelf where all of your oils are for frying takes up about three-fourths of the oils. Yeah, they're lying to y'all. Listen, do not fry your food in olive oil. And so it's it's making people think it's it's healthy, yes, but not for the reasons that they are make that that you believe that it's healthy. We can make something un if something can be healthy, and we can make it unhealthy. So two things can be true at the same time. So the what we're saying here today, the swap is we're gonna not use those unhealthy seed oils like vegetable oils, canola oils, sunflower or misuse oil, or misuse certain oils, olive oil. We're not gonna misuse, but avocado oil is very versatile. Yes, and you're starting to see it on the shelf. If you go and mm-hmm. look on the shelf, you'll see. Uh, usually, it's up on the top or the very bottom because. Mm-hmm. People are not hip to it yet, yet. but it's coming. Mm -hmm. Okay, but you can find it there. I have my favorite link, and I'll link it uh, in the show notes to one that I like to use uh, by Ava Jane Kitchen. I don't have a code for it, but I do love that particular uh, avocado oil. Well, I personally love avocado oil, and I and and for those who are listening, like avocado, uh, honestly, you don't taste the difference. You really don't. Um, it, it has a bit of a nuttier smell to it. That's because, again, it is a seed-based avocado oil. Correct. Um. So, but the the, the food to me mm-hmm. tastes the same, and it's lighter. It is. If you don't want to use avocado oil, like maybe you're allergic for some reason. Mm-hmm. Grapeseed oil is another one people use. That's it has true. a high smoke point as well. Grapeseed oil coconut is coconut oil. Co- well, like grapeseed oil. Tastes, I mean, neither grapeseed oil is a lighter. It literally has a lighter consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, the smoke point is not as high as avocado oil, so that oil can burn a little. It burns faster, I should say. Correct. There is a difference between the way that they cook. If you want to experiment in the kitchen, y'all, like let's say you're on this journey going into like the new year, you want to start to do something different and all these type of things, buy grapeseed oil, buy avocado oil, buy yourself some chicken if you eat chicken or whatever it is that you eat, like that you like to fry and just experiment one day. Mm -hmm. Try the avocado oil one day and then Mm -hmm. try the grapeseed oil and compare. Don't change anything else that you do. Just change the oils. I can guarantee you, you will not see that much of a difference. The only difference you'll see is that the food will taste lighter. 
you'll feel lighter, and you're treating yourself better. And that's a step toward wellness. That's it. All right. We're going to close this out. All right. Listen, follow us on all social media platforms at Brown Women Wellness. We also have our own platform for Well Honestly, the podcast on Instagram. Email us, info at brownwomenwellness.com. Let us know any type of topics, conversation pieces that you guys want to hear from us, or if you want to complain or shout to the rooftops how happy and excited you are that things have changed for you with your health, let us know that as well. We are here for all of the good stuff. And don't forget, you can find us on YouTube now. Yes, you can. Brown Women Wellness. Yes. So look for us on YouTube and brownwomenwellness.com. All right. We'll talk later. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Well Honestly, the podcast. If you want to know more about us and our products, check us out over on our website at brownwomenwellness.com. And remember, ladies, we are not doctors and any information shared by us is not medical advice. Always follow your doctor's advice. And don't forget to rate and review our podcast and let us know what you loved about this week's episode. And please subscribe to wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Feel free to email us and let us know what you would like to hear more of from us. Don't be afraid to say hi. We'll say hi right back to you. Don't forget to find us across all social platforms at Brown Women Wellness. As always, show notes with the links to what we talked about today in this week's episode will be in the description box below. Thanks for listening. Listening.